And welcome to the Code of the Cardboard Samurai, a podcast all about Magic the Gathering in Japan. In this podcast, our goal will be to inform people, both around and outside of Japan, what is going on in the magic scene here. I'm your host, Ryan Schwenk, the Japan hobbyist out of Yokohama, Japan, and I'm joined by my co host and good friend, Daniel Ostrander from Nagoya. Konnichiwa, hey. Ryan. Yeah, how are you doing today? Uh, much better than last weekend. Uh, uh, some weird summertime uh, cold hit my family pretty hardcore. My wife, first I got it, and then my wife got it, and so she was taking care of me the first weekend, and the second weekend, which is the one we were supposed to record, she was down for the count, so I was taking care of her. So sorry about last weekend's absence. That's all on me and the fact that I work around children all day and carry mm-hmm. home mm-hmm. any number of plagues into my home. Yes. Okay. I'm glad you guys are feeling better now. Much better. Thank you. So, uh, we were talking, Dan and I were talking uh, the other week about, uh, you know, what what kind of topic we should do for t- for today's uh, podcast, and we, we came up with a couple ideas. We have some, some good ones in the work uh, over the, the next few weeks, but today we, we decided to talk about the best MTG places, or the best Magic the Gathering places in Japan. So, like, if you were going to visit Japan or if you're living in Japan and you want to kind of, like, see, see some more places, where would you go and why? So, uh, did you have a, any difficulty thinking of 10 different places that you could go to, Dan? Not, not really. Um, to be honest, it's quite easy to make a list like this, but the problem I came up with is trying to think of things that would differentiate from what you would choose because mm-hmm. I mean I mean I think it's fine there's going to be there's going to be a lot of crossover that just shows how great those particular areas are mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't want it to be like like oh like there's just 10 places to go I I want people to realize that no there's so much more yeah. so I kind of I kind of twisted the rules a bit and just chose things that would be really cool for I think most magic players mm-hmm. uh, that may not 100% correlate with the game itself yeah, so I I kind of tried to do a little bit of the same. Of course, I'm gonna you know think of like places like stores that are actually great stores, and then like and other choices that I made, I I chose a store that is maybe next to something that's really cool or that gives you you know like a a cool opportunity you know, like something to do that, and as well as seeing some magic cards on the side. Exactly. Yes, because I, I, because I don't know about you, but whenever I'm traveling in Japan, the first thing I do. Um, uh, much to the chagrin of my wife, is I look for the local magic shop or shops, yeah. and I, I try to find time in my visit to go there. I've done that every country I've ever gone to, and I mm-hmm. tell you, sometimes it's <laughs> really hard to find those shops. <laughs> yeah, I, I've tried to go to, uh, I mean, I've tried to find stuff in Korea when I went there, and it was just impossible for me to yeah. follow the the uh, what do you call uh, MTG locator to to find that stuff there. So exactly, I'll tell you this right now: Bali, beautiful country, beautiful beaches, wonderful food, amazing people. Not a single magic shop on the entire island. I could see uh, that. Thailand <laughs> does have magic shops, but mm-hmm. they are nowhere near the points that you will be going to. So I, I don't recommend either of those places for Magic the Gathering. But as places to visit to have fun, top choice. But 
just to let our listeners know, we do plan to get out of Japan eventually with this podcast. So we oh, yeah, we got to some... have... Go ahead, sorry. Say? I was going to get some really cool plans about that. I'm really excited about those particular uh, stories. Yeah, and we want to talk about Asia in general. So ho- hopefully, you know, we get some people on in the future and, uh, you know, they can kind of talk about their experiences playing Magic overseas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get started. Like I said, we're going to go down our list of uh, places we think everybody should visit in Japan if they're a Magic player. We're going to say why we think so. And we're all, we'll, we will also do our best to kind of give you the directions or the general area of each place. So hopefully, you know, you can get there with uh, with little difficulty. Yeah, uh, I really think um, you definitely don't want to uh, get too bogged down in the very well done but really complicated train and subway system here in Japan, especially yeah. in the bigger cities. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to let you go first this time. So let's let's talk about what you're... Your number 10 pick was. Oh, you're going to be mad at me because I'm in your backyard with my number one. Uh, with with my, your number 10, sorry. Oh, not, we're going to number oh, one. We're starting oh, at 10 okay. and going to number one, sorry. Okay, all right. Well, my number 10 is kind of weird uh, because you have to wait till 2022 to take advantage of this particular one. So in the year 2022, in my backyard in the city that I live in, uh, which is called Nagakte. It's a, it's a, it's on the outskirts of Nagoya, uh, which a lot of people know it is the fourth largest city in Japan, and it's pretty pretty big. And, Nagoya, uh, not Nagakte. Yeah. No, not, no, no. Nagakte is up and growing, but it's definitely not the fourth largest. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, in the in Nagakte, uh, which is not, it's I guess like a thirty minute subway ride from Nagoya Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are building and will open by twenty twenty two the uh, Ghibli theme park. Mm-hmm. which uh, I'm very excited about because I'm a big fan of the Ghibli uh, animated films, uh, Princess Mononoke and uh, Howl's Moving Castle, and, uh, of course, my favorite of all time, uh, Nausicaa. It's just an m- amazing film that blew my mind when I saw it in college. So anyway... So how does uh, this I really have to deal with magic? Okay. Nothing, except for the fact that it's going to be a really magical place to visit, and I think that there's a lot of crossover uh, for anime fans and Magic the Gathering proven by the recent War of the Spark anime uh, art cards. Now, I will go in on the record and say that Nagakte is a very burgeoning scene for Magic the Gathering and that yeah. there are some really cool shops that you can visit while you are here. Yeah, so uh, in that area, in that part of town, can you give us like a little a little rundown of what kind of ma- or how many magic shops and like where they are? Okay, uh, we have lost we've lost one recently, and it was a huge blow to the scene. Uh, but there is there's there's a tiny one near Nagakte Station. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not too far. It's about a, a three minute walk from the station. It's a bookstore, uh, and and a stationery shop that also sells trading cards. Their Magic the Gathering selection is not huge, but you can find some really cool stuff there. Uh, it's definitely worth a pop in. Um, we also have a really neat shop uh, closer to the park. Um, the, the, there's a train line that runs through Nagakte called the Linimo. It's a linear mm-hmm. motor car. It's above, it's above the, uh, it's, it's, it's an elevated train. Mm-hmm. And uh, on its fifth, fourth stop, if you get off, uh, and a, f- a short five-minute walk from the station, uh, that's, uh, that station being uh, Nagakte Kosinjo, um, there is a uh, there's a toy shop, mm-hmm. and they also have a really great selection of uh, sealed products and a few singles. 
uh, that is where I've got my boxes of War of the Spark Japanese. Uh, they've got a lot of really great commander, uh, really good prices on commander decks. Uh, really great shop. What was the uh, name but, again? Uh, that particular shop, and I have forgotten the name of that store. <laughs> but I, I will ha- I will have it before the end of the before the end of the show. But you said it was the fourth stop on the Linmo line. Yeah, the Nagata Kosenjo Station, okay. uh, five minute walk uh, south of south of there. Okay. Um, it's definitely a really great shop to stop by. Um, I think, but I think Nagate is going to, it's just a growing city mm-hmm. and there's going to be a lot of international interest in Nagate. So with that will come a lot of really cool things to check out. So, yeah, so I, again, I, yeah. that's why it's my number 10. It doesn't 100% have to do with Magic the Gathering. No, but, that's, that's great actually. I mean, the yeah. fact it's something cool that you can do and you can kind of see a couple shops like when you're in the area as well. That, exactly. That's, that's a neat experience. Yeah, yeah. It's not magic on the forefront, but it's magic on the side. Yeah, because this is a this is a family area. A lot of families coming, but and it's a new area, so a lot of the kids are young. Most of the card games are uh, the the kids' games, mm-hmm. of Pokemon and uh, whatever pop Yu-Gi-Oh is popular. Or... Yu Gi Oh is super yeah. popular out here. Uh, but I think uh, as the the community gets older, I think Magic the Gathering will become more and more popular. So I'm certainly doing my 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 part. Mm. Okay. So my turn for, for my number 10. Uh, my number 10 is uh, Big Magic in Akihabara at Radio Kaikan. So Radio Kaikan is actually one of my other places that I'm going to recommend uh, a little bit later. But Big Magic Akihabara is like on the 8th floor. It's uh, right outside of Akihabara Station. And this Big Magic actually has a lot of rare cards. I, I think it was featured in a, a couple other... Um, other people's blogs when they visited Japan to kind of talk about magic. I they had like the uh, the not the promo but like the test cards, like test foils and stuff like that. They have a, a really huge selection of rare foils in Japan. Maybe mm. one of the best in 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 Japan, I think. So uh, it's it's worth uh, you know a few minutes I think to check out to to look at all the 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 offerings that they have. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're in the building, uh, you can also check out, like, a, a number of other stores as well. But Big Magic Akihabara in the Radio Kaikan building right outside of Akihabara Station. I think it's a it's a fun place to, to check out for a few I, minutes. I'm just going to go in and just admit that that was my number one. That is literally, I think, the one place I tell every foreigner to go to. The Big Magic? Magic the Gathering. No, that, that the, the Radio Kaikan building. It's yeah. got... There's there's a number of shops there. It's one stop shopping, and Akihabara is great. You can travel all over Akihabara, but or you can go to that one place, and hit up a ton of great stores. That's why it's that's why it's it's my the best one. area. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. But as far as like uh, single places to visit, yeah, I think there's just you could break it up. You you don't have to say just, you know, Akihabara, but like this place in Akihabara. Yeah, that's why that's why Radio Kaikan is my number one. Okay. It, yeah. Okay. All right. So, what was your uh, your number nine? Uh, my number nine is uh, the area of America Mora uh, in Osaka. Mm. Uh, America Mora is a really cool area. It's got a lot of really interesting uh, shops. Uh, great food. Um, Osaka is famous for. So. Uh, go ahead. Is it America Mora, or is it near America Mora? It is the America Moda area. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, 
I think uh, I think our 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 lists are a bit are a bit different. I approached it more as a tourist who mm. was look who was going to be doing some magic shopping on the side, which is what I do when I when I as a tourist. I don't go specifically to areas for Magic the Gathering when I when I'm when I'm touristing. Mm-hmm. I go there for other things, and if there happens to be Magic the Gathering, then I will check it out. Well, I, I think we kind of thought of the same area. I might have just named it differently. So yeah, please uh, continue. Oh no! What 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 is the area called? Because I only refer to that whole area as Amerikamura. So Den Den Town. Oh, okay, Den Den Town. Yeah. Okay. The Den-Den-Town. electric yeah. electric, electric, electric town. It's electric basically town. the Akihabara of of Osaka. Yes. Yeah. So let's go ahead. Yeah, that that area. Uh, it's, it's near Merikamura, so like, yeah. so you have like Namba, which is like the most famous, you know, shopping area in, in uh, uh, Osaka. Yes. And then next, to, like right next to that, parallel to that street is like where Merikamura is, which is like a lot of the vintage brands and counterculture type things, right? Mm, yeah, and, and there's a big magic in Namba. Yeah, yeah. So, th- yeah. Well, I mean, that's a little bit south. It's like. I want to say it's close to the Kintetsu Namba Station. Mm. I think that's the easiest way to find it. Yeah. So if you can find Kintetsu Namba Station, there's a big Takashimaya department store. And then like right over, if you're coming from Namba, you'll see it's like at the end of the Namba Street. And then you'll see the Takashimaya department store and the Kintetsu Station. And to the left, I believe, is the Denden Town. Mm, Yeah, that sounds about right. But like you said, Big Magic is there. Yes, Big Magic and... um... I, I, I've been probably Amenity Dream Dragon there, Star. There, there is Amenity Team, and the first Dragon Star I ever went to was in that area. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I think we had our guest that we had on earlier, Ed. Yeah, I think he said he he kind of helps you know out of that uh, shop, I believe. Yeah, uh, Ed Ed really turned me on to Dragon Star. Uh, mm-hmm. We just got our first one in Nagoya, and uh, it's a it's a great shop with great prices. So, uh, th- I mean, those are just three different places, but I think there's actually like ten different stores. Yes. Like when I when I wrote a uh, article about the Osaka, you know, the Denden town area, I said it's like one of the highest concentration of magic stores in Japan. It's just one stop shopping. Yeah, it's very surprising. Uh, like you know, you're 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 in this you're in this really cool area, and it's just so many magic shops to hit up. Mm-hmm. And they're not if if they're it's been it's been it's been embarrassingly long since I was last in Osaka. But they are, if I remember correctly, they are all really close to each other. Yeah, I mean, if you go back again, you'll probably be blown away by the increase in shops. Yeah. I went there a couple of years ago. Yeah. So actually, that was my number five. Uh, okay. you, you had it as your number nine, but that was my number five. It's my number nine because I'm, I'm I'm going to admit that when I go to Osaka, like the last couple times I've been to Osaka, it wasn't primarily for magic. Yeah, uh, it was for record shopping. I, I'm mm-hmm. also a vinyl head, and uh, uh, Medicamoda is just full of amazing record stores with yeah. really great prices. So, so Den Den Town, like we said, Den Den is like a nickname for like electric. Uh, I guess they also were famous for anime and video games and. Uh, a lot of other like electronic type stores. So if you want records, go to America Muda. If you want like your gaming stuff, you in Magic, you know, you go to Denton Town. If you want clothes, you go to Namba. Mm-hmm. So great area. Yes, it is. I think Osaka should be on more people's lists when they visit Japan. Yeah, I I, I think the food is so good in Osaka. Mm. Uh, I really I, I love the uh, you know uh, they have a. a the, the octopus balls, the takoyaki mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. okonomiyaki, which is like a pancake, and it's and it's savory and delicious and filled with you know meats and uh, it's just such a great area. I love Osaka. I love Osaka people. I wish I could go there more often. 
Okay, so my next choice, I, wanna, I think we're moving on to eight, number eight now. Number eight, yep. Uh, I like the, I think I'm going to go with the, with Mishimaya. We talked about it before in in Nagoya. It's the uh, mom and pop shop. Very, there you go again, ru- ru- ruining Mishimaya for all of us locals, telling all telling all these foreigners to go there. No, I'm joking, man. It's but great. It, it's, it's, it's a little bit harder to get to. I mean, there's, there's really no reason to go to Nagoya just, you know, for like sightseeing or anything. I don't think people, it's again, it's not going to be high on people's list. This is, again, something that would be great to do when you're going to a grand, sorry, a magic quest, sorry, magic fest, not magic quest. So when you go on a magic fest, uh, you know, you stop in, you, you, you check it out. Uh, so like, like Dan said in the previous episode, it's a mom and pop shop. These two older, uh, these, this older couple runs it. They have uh, cases and cases of magic cards and all the cards are on sale for a consignment. So uh, players get to choose the price and then uh, they sell them for that price and they keep a small percentage. But there's so many cards to look through. And uh, sorry, if you, if you wanted to talk... No, no, I, 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 it's a great place. They're so friendly. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, it's, it is a day adventure. You're going yeah. to go in there if you're, if you're, if you're in town for shopping. This one is going to take you a day to go through all the boxes. Yeah. Uh, it's really well organized, but literally they have a, they have common, rare, mm-hmm. and uncommon and mythic boxes, separated by color for almost every set. Yeah. It's I, nuts. I, I usually, I think my average amount of time that I spend there is like three hours so mm-hmm. and then you play some magic afterwards with friends so yeah so sorry that was my number eight how about how, so yeah how to get there um again we said it in previous uh episode it's in Nagoya it's on the Meijo subway line and you have to go up to Ozone station and then you get out of Ozone station and you take the escalator down into the basement and uh, the escalator, I think you take a left, and then I think it's the E4 exit, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then you walk up those stairs, and then walk straight ahead, and it's there. You can also take the JR line, I believe it's the Chuo line. I think they also go to uh, Ozone Station. You can stop and get off at JR. They're both connected. Yeah. So what was your number eight then, Dan? Uh, my number eight was... Um... Well, I'm going to have to split this one up. Uh, I was going to talk about uh, – actually, let's go in. I'm going I'm to move mine around a little bit because this one's I think, is now that, now that I'm redoing my list a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Mint in Shibuya. Uh, mm. Mint is uh, – it was higher on my list, but I think now that I'm, I'm splitting one of mine up to a, a number of them, um, mm-hmm. Mint in Shibuya is an amazing place to go. Um, it's this. It's not for the selection because it's not great. Because they are a mint started as a baseball card company, I believe. A baseball yeah, card it shop. Yeah, baseball. Yeah. Uh, so they still have baseball cards there. So that, you know, you have baseball, to basketball, football. Yeah, so if you if cards. you need if you need your Ichiro rookie cards or your Shohei Otani rookie cards, you know, you can go there and get them. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm going to say about mint is that it is the first uh, bar. That, I've, that you can play Magic the Gathering and gathering in comfortably. It is a bar designed for playing Magic the Gathering. Yeah, uh, they have the, the, 
glass yeah, tables, right? Glass tables with a play, with the play surface beneath the glass. So you put your mm-hmm. you put your drinks on top of the glass, and you play underneath the glass, and you can see straight to your cards. And they've got play mats down, and it's so comfortable. And yes, they've got a drink minimum. You actually have to drink while you're there. You have to, you know, and yeah. th- it's not the cheapest bar. You don't go there because it's cheap. You just go there because it's a neat concept, and it's very well maintained. It's it, it's well lit. Uh, it's got a cool vibe. Everyone there's chill. You're going to want to bring someone to play with. Uh, the t- the time I went there, I was there with my friend from Seattle, mm-hmm. and we we sat there and we 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 didn't have a deck, so we just bought a dual deck. We cracked it. We played it. It was so much fun. Uh, so, but it's not a place. I do think they have events there, but yeah, bring they, someone. They have Friday Night Magic, and from time to time, I think they have like pre-release or some other type of big event like that. Yeah, but they only have space for about. 20 people maybe so it's 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 kind of hard you know to get a lot of people in there it's more again just for the experience mm-hmm. um yeah the drink minimum i they have like a lot of these planeswalker themed decks they don't think they actually use the names because of copyright infringement but but you know they have like the heroes drink or something like that and necromancers something something and and i think there's one for like nissa as well so yeah so yeah i actually had that as number four on my list it was it was my number five when mm. i bumped it down yeah so yeah miss shibuya very cool uh shibuya is a super busy place uh you're gonna find it maybe a little bit difficult to to actually get to um to get to this place just because there's so many different roads you can take i think the easiest way to find where mint Shib- sorry mint shibuya is is to look for the shibuya 109 building yeah the 109 yep that's like the best landmark. It's super popular. Everybody knows where Shibuya 109 is. You're going to see Shibuya 109. It's going to be on a corner. And then uh, basically you can walk down. If you take the right side, you walk past. I want to say you're going to take a left at the, the next small road. And you're going to walk up a hill. There's a Taco Bell there. I don't know if they'll still be there when you listen to this. but uh, No, no t- yeah, the, uh, the Taco Bells are shutting down, but that's how I found it because it's literally like right behind the Taco Bell. Yeah, and the, yeah. there's also an, an adult-themed bar, which has been there forever, I think. You'll see. Oh, you know I, what I, mean. I, I, I wouldn't know about that one. I'm sorry. But you'll, there's a big picture, and you're like, you'll know that it's adult <laughs> themed. You're like, okay, but yeah, it's like it's like you go past Taco Bell, you go past that store, and then it's like a small entrance. Actually, there's three different ways to get into it, I believe. Mm. So like you you can, like I said, take the right way and take a left at that road and go up that way, or if you take the left way, I think there's like another small road that comes from off the road, and then you can, you know, take it there, and you're gonna look for. I want to say like right in the middle, you know, there'll be a an entrance and it'll have a listing of shops and there's an an elevator there and you can take that to the second floor. I think it's second floor, maybe it's third floor, but hmm. h- hard to find, but really cool place. Yeah. Okay, so that was our number eight. Yes. Well, that's your number eight, right? That yeah, mint mint was my number eight. Yes. Okay, so I don't think I've done my number eight yet. Mm-mm. So my number eight, I think I'm going to go with the, hmm, I'm going to go with the Kawadamachi Shopping Arcade in Kyoto. I was wondering, because I've never done, I've, I've never done magic shopping in, in Kyoto, so I was hoping you'd mention some Kyoto. Yeah, so this, this actually had it at seven, but I think it's, it's better at, at eight here. So Kyoto, great place, tons of sightseeing. You know, temples and shrines and, 
you know, the geisha and, and all those other things. So many people go there for, you know, just vacation. But if you're there for vacation, you can also easily check out a couple of the stores they have. Kawaramachi is the uh, area that's kind of close to Yasaka Jinja, I think. And um, it's on the same side of same side of town as Gion and uh, Kiyomizu Temple, I, I believe. So it's like the eastern side, I want to say. Mm-hmm. But uh, they have, I believe, a Dragon Star. They have uh, an Amenity Dream. I think there's also like a, a really decent-sized Yellow Submarine as well. I think that's the, the biggest shop in the area. And I, they might have one or two more. So it, it's basically the main area for Magic the Gathering in Kyoto. Yeah. If, if you're out shopping, sorry, if you're out sightseeing, you want to get out of the heat, check out some cards for a half hour, an hour, you can you know check out all those Magic Shops. It's pretty easy to get to get to i have it on my my uh my blog www.thejapanhobbyist.com you can check out my magic shops in japan i probably give you a better um how can i say it'll give you uh better directions there i believe you have to take the subway line to to get there from kyoto station but i'm not sure if it's kuaramachi or like shijo dori or yojo dori i don't know you have to check but uh, that was my number eight. Nice. Okay. So moving on, number seven. Yes. What's your number seven? All right. So these are the, we're getting into the area where I split up one big area because it is a lot, and I want to mm. I want to talk about this a few of the shops specifically. Now the Osu Cannon Shopping Arcade in Nagoya is my home ground. It's where it's where I do my hunting. Mm-hmm. It's a, it there there are for Nagoya per square mile or kilometer, however you want to look at it, there are no greater number of Magic the Gathering shops in all of the Aichi Central Japan area than mm-hmm. in Osu Cannon. Osu Cannon is a very short uh, s- uh, subway ride uh, from Nagoya Station. On and you take the, you take the blue line. Uh, you can actually take the purple line. Uh, there's there's the like line's... three different ways to get there, right? Well, like you go to Fushimi. I you go to Fushimi. Yeah, you, you, on you the change. Blue line. Yes, you change trains. It's Fushimi on the blue line or the purple line in Sakai. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, if you're if you're going on the main Actually, subway line, I think you want to take the yellow line, the Higashiyama line. Yes, yeah, yeah. So to the Fushimi line, and then change yes. to the blue line. Yeah, I was getting to that. So uh, there's a central uh, subway line called uh, the Higashiyama line. It's yellow, mm-hmm. and it goes from Sakai. It goes from Nagoya, and it goes through all the major stops, including the second stop, which is Fushimi, mm-hmm. which is where the blue line is, and the third stop, Sakai, which is where the purple line is. Mm-hmm. So um, you take in either of those two ways, and you go uh, north. No, sorry, you go south. And uh, once you get one stop away from both of those stations, you'll either get to Osu Cannon on the per- on the blue line mm-hmm. or um, Kamimaizu on the purple line. Yeah. Either one of those will put you in the Osu Cannon area. Uh, I would take the purple one to go where I'm going to recommend next. The purple one takes you to Kamimaizu Station. From Kamimaizu Station, exit 12. Uh, and just really a block from exit 12, you will get to the Osu 301 building. Mm-hmm. This is a great. This is a great building. Is it's it really exit twelve neat. or is it exit nine? I think it's twelve. I want to say it's exit nine. It's the last exit. Uh, it, 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 there's, there's. Uh, it's definitely not one, but I'm I pretty think sure it's 12, twelve. Takes you like the parallel road near. Yeah, but nine doesn't get you any closer. Twelve, 12's closest. It's sure? just yeah. I'm, I, that's always the one I take. But I mean, okay. If, okay. You could, listeners, okay, you, okay, you right, try right. 12. If 12 is not the right one, go to 9. 
You could take nine. Yes, <laughs> you could take yeah. You could take exit nine. It'll put you out in front of the bank. You take a straight walk straight to three hundred one. Yeah. I've yeah. always taken twelve. I don't know why. I guess it's closer to the. It's closer to the subway. Anyway, this is it's neither here nor there. The Osu three hundred one building is where you want to go. Mm. Uh, that is the home of Amenity Dream. It is probably one of the best selections uh, that you can flip through boxes in yeah. all of Osu. Uh, they've got uh, they've got all the the most recent sets. Uh, separated by rarity, you can flip through boxes and get some really good deals. Especially if the set's brand new. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that was the place to go to get your Japanese alt art planeswalkers because they had stuff there that was like fifty, you know, like fifty cents yeah. for like all the uncommons. It was nutty when that set was released, and that's the way it is for all the major releases. I'll be there on the release day of uh, Modern Horizons yeah. going through and, and and picking up some good rares for good prices. The only problem is everyone knows that. So it, you deal with the crowds, but it's it's Japan. They are crowded, but they are civil, so it's nice. So many to dream is in Kamimaizu slash Osukanen. Osukanen, yes. Um, also in that same building, I believe there's a C Labo, which has a, a few magic cards, but it's, it's a it's a place to check out. Yeah, there's be careful. There are two C Labos. One is more towards the Japanese games. One is mm-hmm. more towards Magic the Gathering. If you go into the wrong one, just go next door to the, the right one. Uh, the C Labo is a really good place to step to check out. They're, when you're they're comparing boxes, prices, I would say. When you're comparing prices, yeah. So, I mean, I literally could do an entire episode on Osu Cannon, and we might one day. Uh, so, but... yeah, let's just give a rundown. So, we have Amenity Dream in three, the 301 building. We have oh, C Labo been... in that. and Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll just focus on that particular area of the 301 building. There's also a big magic across the way from there. So, That's a, It's brand new big magic. It's I don't know if you've been to it yet. It's, it's about... I don't know when the last time you were here. Do they still have the one that's on the corner down towards they the Abacho? They do. They ha- they have. They, there's there are two big magics now. Well, there's another magic. one I'm before. Sorry, sorry, no, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Hobby station. It's a new oh, hobby, hobby station. station. Okay, yeah, hobby yeah. stations. I know. There's one yeah. on the Akamondori. So Osukanen is a shopping area, and there's three different main streets. There's Akamondori is one street. That's kind of like your video game and anime type street. And then the main one, I believe, is Os- Osudori. I'm not sure. Maybe not. I know there's the one with the cat, and then there's the main street, and then there's Akamandori. Do you know, Dan? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Osu. It's, it's Osudori. Is it Osu? Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, so Akaman Akamandori has the hobby station. One of the hobby stations, as well as Advantage, I believe. One of the advantages, yes. Yeah, and then the main street has. The other hobby station, if I'm correct, right? Uh, the 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 the, uh, the arcade, the, mm-hmm. which is Osudori, uh, has the uh, the newer of the big magics. I'm sorry, the newer of the hobby stations. Yeah. Yes. Are there any? Uh, there's a few more in the Osu area, right? There is, and I'm I'm gonna get to those. They're they're a bit further afield, um, but it's just Osu Cannon is just honestly, it's the best area to go for magic. Yeah. It is. It is amazing. Amenity Dream is not my favorite store, but the prices are great. What so, about? Uh, let, let's talk a little bit more about the the uh, area outside of Magic. So, like, why should people go to Osu Cannon? Uh, you know, if they're not gonna like spend a lot of time on Magic. Cards? They have the largest wooden Buddhist temple in Aichi. Uh, I think it's uh, the biggest in Aichi, but it's definitely the biggest Aichi. in Nagoya. It's gorgeous. It's the Osu Cannon Temple. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's, it's that, that red lacquer wood that everyone knows Japan for. 
uh, you can go there. Uh, you can you know you can you can really immerse yourself in that particular part of the culture. It's great. Uh, Osu Canyon also has a number of really hip shops. It's a very hip area uh, for clothing, and uh, used electronics are so affordable there. Uh, and even newer electronics. That's wh- when I was doing my DJing. That's where I bought all my uh, my equipment, uh, my CDJs and, and mm-hmm. my record players. Uh, it's obviously a good place for records. If you if you are if you're a vinyl head like me, that's a good place to buy records. Mm-hmm. I mean, Osu Canyon has something for everybody. Oh. And the 8th and 18th of every month, they have a huge uh, flea market where people come and they sell like old at knickknacks. At Osu Cannon, right? And at Osu Cannon, right there in front of the temple in, in the yard. And that's a great place to buy old Japanese uh, souvenirs. You can buy swords. You can buy uh, kimono silk. It's just, it's amazing. And it's the 8th and 18th of every month, and it's just a really cool thing. So... Yeah, Osu Cannon's got it all. Uh, it's it's definitely someplace that you if you're if you're in central Japan, mm-hmm. you you have to visit there. I think it's a good day trip uh, because you can spend probably three four hours just kind of like shopping and eating mm-hmm. in the the area, and then you can spend another two or three hours, maybe even more, just looking through all the magic shops. I would say actually three to four hours. Um, so yeah, some of the other shops, I believe there's a. Trading card Toreka fifty five or something. That's uh, Toreka fifty five is there. It's it's relatively new. It's actually really good prices there. That is next to uh, one of the sites you're going to want to see in Osukanen is the Maneneki Neko. It's the big Hello Kitty. Yeah, I'm sorry the the big Hello Cat, not Hello Kitty. Yeah, the one that uh, waves its hand at you. Yeah, and uh, there's a big statue of one. It's very famous meeting spot uh, for Osukanen. And just down from there uh, is the Toreka fifty five, and mm-hmm. it's got great prices. Uh, and they recently remodeled, and it's really a lot easier to manage. Um, there is also – oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. What's the other magic shop that's in that area? In that particular area, uh, let's see, there's the – I mean, all of Osu Cannon or that particular well, I mean, area of Osu Cannon? Osu Cannon. Uh, well, if we want to get into my next one, uh, my, uh, Big Magic in, in, is in Osu Cannon. It's on the border of Osu Cannon and Yabacho. I'm sorry, uh, Sakai, which is a yeah. major high-end shopping area. It's right there on the on the intersection between the two areas, and I love Big Magic. And uh, Big Magic is um, it is a really great shop, very friendly. Uh, they've got huge playing spaces. They've got a very like like the other one you mentioned. Uh, they've got a huge selection of older cards. Uh, for I mean, it's it's it's, it's insanely expensive. Everything's online now, but. <clears throat> yeah, that's the problem. The, the The physical cards are now behind uh, the shelf. You have to you have to use the computer system, which admittedly takes a bit of getting used to. I mean, it's not super English friendly like some of the other shops on my list. But once you get used to it, the prices are pretty good, and you can you can. There's no real limit. Like if you can go there and you want to get like ten copies of something because they've got a really good price on it, that's fine. So I think um, outside of the weekend, it's probably one of your best places to go for just casual magic. You know, yes. if you want to do like a draft or something with friends or, you know, play a game of EDH or something, you go there. Yes. The only time it's really busy is on Sunday. Super. Well. Or, or they have other big tournaments. Friday night magic's pretty big. Yeah. Game, but, it's not, but AD. Ooh, AD on Friday. Amenity Dream on Friday. That's that's where big pretty, mag, That's where the Friday big, night magic yeah. is. Um, another card, card uh, another card store in the Oslo area, I think, is uh, Trading Card Games One Nine Three. 
Yeah, TCG one nine three. TCG one nine three. Yeah. So that 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 place actually merged with somebody. I can't remember, but it used to be another store that used to be like right next to it, and they became one big company. I cannot remember that that other store was so forgettable, but yeah, it's yeah. now a TCG one nine three basically. And it's it's decent. There. I think they have some good prices there usually. Oh yeah, they do. Uh, it's it's it, they're they're. Their it's showcase the... is really well done, but their their single boxes are a mess. I mean, it's yeah. just there's there's no rhyme or reason to them. Good prices, but insanely. It runs uh, yeah. uh, horizontal to the other roads that we've just been talking about. So, yeah, Osudori. Yep, it runs so, horizontal. So yeah, the trading card is by the the big you know cat. That's the farthest one, closest to exit nine, and then the the one in the middle. That's where you're gonna find your hobby station, and then the the Akamandori is the last big, big road you're going to find in Osu, and that's going to have, uh, like we said, the Advantage and the other hobby station. And then the next big street you're going to find, you're going to turn a left, or maybe a right, I forget, depends on which road you take, but that's where the 193 is going to be. All right. Yeah. I think that's enough about Osu Canon. Yeah, we, that, that, we, that, we both that, that, live there, so honestly, that just took care of my, my next three, so we're good. You sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I had Elsa Cannon as my number six. Um, so what's what's that was your number seven, right? Yeah. So yeah, one, my two, seven. 10, nine, eight, seven, six. Yeah. So my number seven, I'm gonna go with uh, Yellow Submarine Akihabara. I don't know if you've ever found this. It, it's kind of hard to find. I didn't find it my first few times I went there, but uh, it's the biggest yellow submarine in Japan. Uh, Yellow Submarine is known for having very pricey single cards, but they have some of the best accessories that you yeah. can find, I think, anywhere in Japan. And not only true. are they, I think you talked about it in the previous show, not only are they a uh, magic store, but they also have a lot of like Dungeons and Dragons and other RPG stuff, and they have board games and whatnot. And this store in Akihabara, the Yellow Submarine there, just has like, I don't know how I can't even describe it in, in square footage. It's it's huge. I think the only other bigger bigger place is Hallelujah. Mm, yeah, uh, the one there, uh, Yellow Sub was on my list, but I was referring to the one in Osu Canon again because it's it, it was it's such a great place. Yeah, totally forgot. Mentioned. Totally forgot about that as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's got a great selection as well. It's it's pretty big. The prices aren't great, but the the, the, the accessories are actually. It's one of the only places to get like, if you like Ultra Pro products, mm -hmm. they've got everything for ultra pro there it's amazing. boxes are really good too like I, yeah. I got a slim box so i could take my decks with me when i have to work and I have my briefcase that, that's been really a really good investment um oh yeah so i think they have enough space for about 180 people at their shop in akihabara the one in nagoya is definitely not that big yeah so it's 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 nice size all right so that was my number seven should we move on what was your number six one, two, uh, well, let's see, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Big Magic. Your Big Magic in? Um, Osu. Osu, okay. Yeah. So we talked about that a little bit already. Yeah. Um, like I said, mine was just the Osu Kamimaiza area in general. Yeah. Uh, number five, what was your number five? Yellow Sub. Yellow Sub? <laughs> yep. Same, so what, yeah, do you want the Yellow Sub in Osu? Yellow Sub in Osu. It, 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 again, it's very similar. It's not as big as the, as the one uh, in, in Tokyo, but it is a great place to visit uh, because of the uh, the selection and as well as the, the... It's just really neat to go to a game store that actually has... You can buy Munchkin in Japan. You mm -hmm. know, you can buy... Uh, 
um, Settlers of Catan and um, uh, Ticket to Ride are really popular in Japan. You could buy j Japanese versions of them. You know, I have a Japanese version. Uh, I have an original Japanese version of, of Settlers of Catan. It's just called Catan. It was it was made by it was made by Sega. Mm -hmm. And it's it, it had art done in the style of Dragon Ball. Nice. Uh, uh, by uh, what's that guy's name? Akira Toriyama style mm -hmm. artwork for the for the characters. And it's it sells a Catan in Japanese, and it's just, you get such really cool things there. You know, if if if, if you're a gamer, you've got to go to a Yellow Sub. Yeah, Yellow Sub. I guess this is better for the people that are living in Japan and looking for that more art. You know, total RPG experience. Mm -hmm. If you're coming from overseas, it's just an, another store. I think it's it's not gonna hold any, you know, any big pull for you. I think. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that was our that was your number six, right? Uh, no, that was my sorry, ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Five. I I idiot, idiotically right. named these uh, with 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 number with uh, letters. Okay. That was my number five. Okay. But so. uh, but actually. I, Five, five, six, and seven were all basically also canon. Okay, yeah, my five was Den Den Town, like which we already talked about. Yeah, um, you know, in Osaka, so lots of swords there. My four was Mint Shibuya, which yeah. we already talked about. Did you have I anything different for number four? Uh, uh, no. Uh, everything we've 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 covered everything so far. I think mine, my last two are uh, we have not mentioned yet. Okay, all right. So uh, number three, what's your number three choice? Uh, my number three was oh I don't think we've mentioned my number three yet. Uh, my number three is the, the it's a new one. It's the K Books building in Nagoya. Mm. The K Books building is this is great. Uh, if you don't really feel like dealing with the insanity that is uh, the subway systems here, uh, this is literally right outside Nagoya Station. Mm -hmm. There's a whole area uh, in Nagoya that's got a lot of magic shops. Not as many as Osukanen, but it's pretty good. Uh, the K Books building specifically is the home of the new, relatively, Hallelujah building in Nagoya. Uh, mm. It's got a great selection. Uh, again, you're going to be dealing with a computer system to, to tell. Basically, you you go through the computer system, you you choose the cards you want, and you send the order, and then the staff will get the cards for you, and then they'll call your number or your name or whatever, and you'll go up and you'll get it. But the great thing about the Hallelujah computer system is that it's in English. They have an English option. Mm -hmm. Both. Both their online presence and their and their physical presences, they have English options. That's why everyone, everyone who's ordering cards from Japan uses Haruya, uh, because they've got such an easy system. Uh, so that particular one, that building, the K Books building, is great because it has Haruya on the top floor. Great mm -hmm. playing space, super comfortable. Uh, we we play whenever uh, Mishimaya is closed for holidays or whatnot. We meet at Haruya. And that's where we do our drafts and our cubes and our, our EDH play. Uh, they also have in the same building on the third floor, mm -hmm. they have a, a our Dragon Star. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's if you don't mind Japanese cards, you are not going to find much of a better deal in almost all of Nagoya than the Dragon Star. Their prices, especially for the newer stuff, are crazy low. But again, it is mostly like ninety percent Japanese cards. So are there like four stores over there now? Because they had the TCG193 is that still there? TCG193 is still there. They opened up a second sh uh, second store, but it's wow. it, it it is not Magic the Gathering. It okay. is the Japanese games. Okay. Uh, so there's two TCG193s. There's a hobby station which is yep. right across from the K Books building. There's a C Labo there too. I and think. there's a C Labo. Yeah. So and yeah. they also opened they also opened up a second location in the same building. So, so that's the area is just expanding because they don't because Magic the Gathering is getting so popular. So what's the benefit of 
going to the Nagoya area for for cards other than Osu. So like uh, outside of magic, like what other kinds of nice things can you do the around most, Nagoya Station? The most English friendly area in all of Aichi is Nagoya Station. Uh, they are trying to portray themselves as a very international hub Mm -hmm. so it's very english friendly the hallelujah staff there is always an english speaker on staff there is no other store in all of nagoya that can say that what about i'm saying outside of magic oh okay well that's what i'm saying Uh, yeah so uh they because of because of this international uh appeal they have opened up a number of really cool restaurants and just ginormous uh shopping malls Mm-hmm. So uh, right next to Nagoya Station now, there are three new buildings that house restaurants and shopping. So like, if you go there with your special someone, and that special someone doesn't like Magic the Gathering, but they like high-end shopping by chance, they're going to love Nagoya. Because it's nothing but beautiful boutiques from international uh, people from all over the world. Uh, brand names I'd never heard of, but are obviously very expensive so yeah they have um, the the dainagoya building is the, is has a lot of the, food and restaurants yeah. there right and yeah, then the a, gate tower is the other one the new gate the, the new gate tower it's Lots beautiful of shopping there and then yeah. of, of course uh nagoya station has the takashimaya building yeah. Yeah. Um, and then down the way a little older there's the meitetsu building which is where the uh the meitetsu tower line. records mm-hmm. tower records is still a thing um, yeah, you go to the Meitetsu building, and there's also a Kintetsu uh, uh, department store over there. And if you keep walking, I think there's a, the, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, I know they have a IMAX movie theater there. I can't remember the name of the place anymore. All right, so if you want to keep, if you want to keep walking, Could, you, you can go to 109. Yeah, it's it's the um it's the Sashima Live area. Yeah, uh, it has exploded. Uh, I was there recently to watch uh, the Avengers Endgame. And uh, Shishima Live is a. It, it was basically just a place to go see live events. They have a. They have a, a live venue, mm-hmm. and then they have uh, the the movie theater. But now it's just shops and mm-hmm. and restaurants. It's huge. And they got it's a really nice great arcade there as well. I believe. Yep. That they have a very good video game arcade. There's a there's a hobby station. Magic Magic Gathering cards right there in uh, the 109 Cinema Building. It's it's amazing but it's it's a bit far it's it's about a 10 minute walk from nagoya and i think on the opposite side of the station, this is all like I, I believe not the taiko dori hirokoji side no actually maybe the hirokoji side is the other one i think this is the sakura dori no it's not the sakura dori right i never could learn which side of the building it is you know what i mean yeah there's like i know it's there's the gold clock side which is huge that's i believe that's hirokoji and then that's where the all the shopping and stuff is, and then the other side is the silver, the silver clock. clock side, and that's and where the Shik- that's where the Shikansen gets off. Yeah, and that's where like you'll find all your magic shops. Now yes. I think there's also like another really cool shopping arcade not too far from the Hirokoji side. Ooh, I would never send people that. I mean, I know what you're talking about. There's no magic the gathering. No, there. no, no. But I'm just saying, like, if you're looking for stuff to do in that area for the day, I think you can walk around. Yeah, that 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 that's a good way to get lost. Uh, I'm not. Okay. I can't recommend. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good way to get lost. I mean, I've gotten lost trying to find that arcade before. Okay. All right, but I so know what you're talking about. I think that's good. So that that was your yeah. number three. Yes. Yeah. So for my number three, I'm just gonna recommend Akihabara again, uh, less specifically, but just in general, like because of the Radio Kaikan building, which is right outside the station where the Big Magic is. There's also like five other shops in that same building. I believe there's a yellow submarine, there's a sea labo, there's a, uh, 
uh, Hobby Station, there's a couple other. And then around that area, there's like another 10 different stores that you can visit. Mm. Yeah. So if you're here, and of course, you know, Akihabara, so many cool things that you can see. You know, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, anime shops. There's a lot of retro game shops. There's, I don't know, what else can you do? In there's an American comic book store called... Um... Oh, it's 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 the one it's the one American comic book store in like all of Japan. Mm. Uh, that's not important, but it's it's I go there because I, there, I like I like comic books. Yeah. I think there's a Gundam cafe there as well. There's a Gundam cafe, yeah. There's also a um, oh, there's always pop up cafes that are anime themed. Last time I was there, there was a there was a Detective Conan mm-hmm. uh, pop up cafe. Yeah, so it's 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 there's so many foreigners there now, which is yeah. I mean foreigners as in non Japanese. Yes. Um, before it used to be like maybe a good sixty percent Japanese and forty percent um, foreigners, but now it's more like eighty percent foreigners and twenty percent Japanese. Everybody goes there, so it's mm-hmm. almost as busy as like Shibuya, I think. Yeah. So that was my number three. I think it's a really good place to visit if you're coming to Japan. So moving yeah. on to our last two, getting tough. Mine now. was Radio Ra- Kaikon was my number two. Okay, my number two is Tokyo MTG. So, I don't know that one. Yeah, you haven't been there yet. So Tokyo MTG is one of the only stores that has, how can I say, like like art. Uh, you can buy, they, they have a really good connection uh, with, uh, or they, they have really good, how can I say, uh, art contacts. They've met a mm-hmm. lot of the artists that have come to Japan over the last few years, and they, they've developed uh, a partnership where they sell the arts for uh, the artist, so that you can find a lot of the prints. I don't know how how big you could say. Maybe the A4 size. Yeah, that's kind of neat. I, I I didn't know this place existed. That's kind of cool. So like you know, you get your uh, Johann Vosses and your um, Darkins and you know all these other like famous cards, and you can buy them and then frame them and uh, and take them home. They have prints and they also have original art. Uh, in the frame and stuff like that that you can buy so those tend to be a, a little bit more pricey you know maybe you're, you'll be spending five hundred dollars six hundred dollars thousand dollars depending on the piece but mm-hmm. these are the original you know artist you know made prints so if you're looking for mtg art uh, i know that's become really popular in the last few years tokyo mtg is the place to go uh, they also have a lot of english-speaking staff they they uh uh, the owner is actually uh, from Germany, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe uh, some of the other staff. Another one of the staff, uh, Kai Sawatori, he's a, he's a big legacy and vintage player. He does like a, a a YouTube channel called I think Kai Guy NTG. So you can learn a lot about them. They have a, a website. They have English and Japanese. They're one of the also outside of Hallelujah. They're the only other company from Japan that ships overseas. I think. Yeah. So that's that's, that's cool. That's that's really neat because uh, that's so so popular right now. Arbitrage, like we talked with Ed yeah. a couple weeks ago. So yeah, I recommend. Like I said, it's in Suidobashi, which is not too far from the Tokyo. Uh, how do you say the the Giants baseball stadium? So uh, kind kind of, I wouldn't say it's like not smack dab in the middle of of everything. It's kind of between everything. So. Uh, I want to say Akihabara is maybe one or two stations away, so it's pretty close. Mm. If you're going to go to Akihabara, you might as well stop there and just kind of check it out. It's a little bit small, 
Um, it's not like your, you know, huge, huge hallelujah size, but uh, it, it's a definitely a unique experience. Yeah. Okay. So coming down to our number one. I think we have the same number one. If, I, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm doing the, yeah, because I, you haven't mentioned it yet, so I think we have the same one, number one. Should we say it at the same time? Yeah. So three, three, two, two, one, one. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you actually visited the Tokyo, the Tokyo store? Once. I was going to go. I was going to go uh, a, a number of times, and I kept not being able to find it. Hmm. But once I did, yeah. But one time, and it was very short. It was. It was on my way. It was basically like I've got to go to this place, and my wife acquiesced, and I got to go for a little bit. So, but yeah. What was your reaction when you walked into that place? It's everything you want in a magic store. It's got friendly staff. Uh, they're and you know, with their red shirts, they're very noticeable, and you know they're 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 there to help you and they do have english speakers uh there i assume they have english speakers there i didn't speak to anyone they have, in english they have while not, I was there. not a lot actually yeah I, mean, I played there a bunch and yeah. I, I haven't seen it too much play space is great and clean yeah now, but see, uh, you gotta talk more about the play space you're saying I mean, it's, like it's, it's just a regular space. play space it's yeah. it's it is the number one reason to go there is yeah. the play Hon- space there's space honestly, for like 300 people so many people it's nuts i mean i've never been there during a, a peak time but i imagine even during a peak time you can pre-release probably... is sold out it's packed yeah but i imagine like during their like like friday night magic stuff you could probably still play casually there or like or friday night magic's packed like friday night magic is probably gonna have 60 people okay so and, and then but that but that's just standard because they're also yeah. gonna have 40 or 50 people in modern and another 30 or 40 people in legacy they're going to be firing stuff all day long. So if you're in town, you want to get, you got that, you know, you got to, how can I say, An scratch itch. that itch. Yeah. Then, then if you got to play magic, you go there, you play yeah. there. And there's a lot of foreigners that go there. Uh, and like they said, they do have some English speaking staff or people that understand English, especially the judge staff. So, so that's mm-hmm. nice as well. So yeah, definitely play for playing magic. I think I when that. you spend so much time, if you spent time in, in, in especially in America or, mm-hmm. or the Americas playing, uh, in the North Americas playing cards and stuff, and you go to these these little mom and pop shops, and uh, you know they get by, but you know they may not be the, the I don't know about anyone else, but Nashville where I'm from, they didn't mm-hmm. main they they weren't the best maintained spaces. Yeah, you know they they'd been there for years or they were brand new, but they just they weren't comfortable. But man. Hallelujah! It's just comfortable. It's a yeah. comfortable place to play cards. Not as comfortable as Mint with with you know with a beer in my hand and my cards in the other, but it's just comfortable. So, like you said, you had trouble getting there. It's at Takara no Baba Station, which is on, <laughs> yeah. which is on the uh, I want to say the Yamanote Line. You and would know, man. Like I said, I've gotten lost twice going there. So Yamanote Line is like the loop line that goes around Tokyo, mm-hmm. and it's before Ikebukuro, and it's after Shinjuku. I want to say it's like right in the middle. Yeah. So you you go out the the exit, uh, the Waseda exit, I believe, and from there you take a left and you walk up the hill, and there's going to be a Seiyu, uh, Seiyu uh, grocery store on your right side and then like right after that i want to say next to the right now it's like a, a drugstore called tomads like that could change whenever you, mm-hmm. you listen to this depending on the year but but yeah it's like right in that area it's on the right side of the street you know after you take the waseda exit and you're going up the hill and then you have to walk up to the second floor and that's where it's at yeah but they have they have english uh 
directions on their website as well. Yes, so they do. You can, yes. you can follow those. All right. So was there anything else you wanted to talk about today? I think... No, I just I, I think like when you come here and you go to these stores, uh, just treat them with, treat treat the staff with respect. Uh, don't expect them to speak English because they don't. Yeah. Uh, they, they, some of them they'll have English speakers, and if they're English speakers, they will talk to you in English. They yeah. will try to use English. They'll say hello to you. May I, they, they probably won't ask you if they can help you, but they will offer English. If they don't offer English, then don't assume they know English, you know. Yeah. Learn to speak a little. And we'll do more about that, you know, shopping in Japan and Japanese in the future episodes. But just treat them with respect and don't let the language barrier frustrate you because it exists. And, you know, and just have fun. All right. So, if our listeners have any other questions, if you know, they want to maybe ask for a little more detail of how to get to one of these places or... Check out your blog, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. My blog's got a lot of them, www.thejapanhobbyist.com. I have a tab on the top of my website for Magic the Gathering shops. Uh, I don't have it fully updated. I still have so many shops. I have a huge backlog of stuff to write about. Um, so you can find a lot of that stuff there. Uh, otherwise, if you, you know, need... To contact me in a relatively quick manner you're here in japan and you can't find it you know i, I wouldn't mind helping you out on twitter either you can uh find me at yoshwanky and uh other than that i think and if you're in nagoya yeah if you're in you're, if you're in my backyard hit me, at, hit me at, at dj dij at yeah. dj ditch and uh i'd i'd love to play uh uh tour guide or at least point you in the right direction yeah we might not be able to meet up with you but we can say hey go here yeah yeah okay all right well if we I, could do if I, I i we don't have to keep we don't do shout outs every time but i do want to do a quick shout out uh to the podcast crew over at tryhards tryhards is a podcast that i've enjoyed for years it's probably the best uh magic the gathering uh podcast as far as um production i think the, the head guy is a is a radio dj personality if he's mm -hmm. not he just sounds like one and the production is so well done with the outros and the intros we you know we have a lot to, to, to learn as we're just getting started but that those guys knew what they were doing and i say in the past tense because this week was their infinity episode or their final episode they're they're uh, they're shutting down that particular uh c content mm -hmm. they are gonna they have they're working on something in the future uh, but I gotta say to the guys over at Tryhards, uh, 150 episodes plus, well done, great show. I'm gonna miss it like hell, and I can't wait to see what you do next. If you want to watch their very long three-hour episode of Infinity, check them out at thetryhards3.com. That's uh, and they spell try T R I. They're also on SoundCloud. Just look for the Tryhards on SoundCloud. Uh, just a great show. They will be missed. Hopefully, we can get to 150. We, we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> okay all right well i'm gonna close it up then so that's gonna do it for today's show we hope you've enjoyed listening about mtg in japan and we want to invite you back uh next time to to learn more about the comings and goings of mtg in asia if you have any comments or suggestions like we we said you know get get a hold of us either by twitter or or by my blog um so uh, other than that uh, i think we're good all right thanks all right. thanks for listening yeah, sayonara, everyone. See you next time.